Welcome to the FPC Blanchard Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in today. We also thank you for any comments, likes, suggestions that you may leave on this site. Also, feel free to share this with any of your friends or church members so that they can keep up with our events too. Here we go. Well, hey, we'd like to welcome everybody to the show. Uh, we're kind of doing this a little bit different today, doing this remotely over the phone. So just bear with us as we get everything together and, and figure out how this works. Uh, I'd like to say it was uh, this was kind of a planned deal. Uh, due to vacation and some other stuff during the summer, we just decided that we still wanted to bring content and uh, a message to everyone that normally tunes in. So, Brother Clay, how are you? And I'm doing great. I think this is awesome, man, that we have this kind of technology where we can uh, still keep this podcast going and, give, like you said, give folks some content. And I know we have some listeners that are starting to tune in and, and uh, find this fateful, if you will, or find this a uh, a place that they can join in and be a part of us. So awesome, man. Good yeah. job. Yeah. I, I really, uh, think it's, it's doing good. I think we'll enjoy this. So, so what do we got today? I know we have, well, I was, I was thinking about, um, Nehemiah over the last few weeks as, um, just been speaking and preaching into this and talking about it. Nehemiah five. Um, we just looked at, at this last, uh, Sunday about, uh, speaking, Two speaking up uh, about injustice, and um, I think it's a good place for us to go um, as a country, as a uh, church. You know, we need to be standing up, and we need to be talking. Um, you know, about the things that that are happening around us, these injustices, and I think in the days ahead, uh, you know, we're going to see more and more. Especially with persecution to the church, persecution to believers, and just need to know what we stand for, stand up to, and um, stand with. And so, um, just kind of looking on this, um, you know, chapter five, verse six, and he says, "I became very angry when I heard their outcry, and uh, to these words that they, they had been under persecution. There, there was a, a great outcry. They were, they were hungry. Um, you know, the the the, the people were putting these large tax on them and demanding, um, you know, for them to pay different things. And it was costing them um, a lot. And, and it was costing their vineyards, their homes, their their uh, the land that they had been on for a long time. And, you know, it, it, it just um, one more time seemed like it got a hold of Nehemiah's heart. And uh, he began to stand up and stand for these folks and with them and saying, hey, we just can't do this, and and um, here's some ways. You know, one, it's just not it's not the law. It's not what we know is true as as a uh, as Jewish um, followers, and and so he was having to remind them um, the ones that were putting this this. All right, looks like we lost Brother Clay. Oh, he may be back. We lose each other. I think I lost you. Oh wow! During that whole spill. No, you, we we didn't lose you during the whole spill. We got you right there in the uh, <laughs> right there where you were talking about it was on Nehemiah's heart. Right. So, I think we're going to see, you know, that that with him getting very angry, there's times where we're Christians we see that when there's injustice, you know, it sometimes does get us angry. And there's a time where we need to speak out against that. Right. You know, there's there's a lot of recent uh, 
things going on in our country that deal with that and that are dealing with, with, especially with our children and some other stuff. You know, there's, in case you, people don't follow the news, but there is some, some, uh, pretty strong advocates about trying to tell us what we can and can't teach our children in school and, and dictating different things like that. But it's, it's also refreshing to see some people are starting to get fed up. Right. Some people are starting to realize, hey, you, we're not going to teach our kids stuff that isn't biblical, that isn't the right thing to do and the right way to see other people and to treat other people. You right. know? And, and I think that's <clears throat> that's something that was kind of going on back then uh, as well as except that was more, you know, they were doing some things to each other. Uh, I know you talked about the ones in the families that had money were mortgage or were offering loans, I believe you said, to others and charging them back with such high interest rates and everything that Nehemiah basically called them out on it. Right. And it was costing them their children. I mean, they were having to put them up as collateral and making them become, uh, you know, to, to, to pay off those debts. And, and, uh, so they were, they were there, you know, putting their children up as slaves and then they were being, um, you know, for, for the girls, that they were now being taken as, as brides for some of their sons and starting to do what God had told them already in one point, not to intermarry with, with those folks. And, um, you know, God, God has a plan and a purpose. And, um, you know, we just got to follow, follow his ways. And, and, and a lot of times that's kind of what Nehemiah is teaching us. You know, it's better to obey God than it is to man, to, to follow man. Um, do not be afraid of man. What can they do to us? You know, he talks about that in a lot right. of places. In verse, in verse nine, he says, then I said, what are you doing? Is What what you are doing is not good. Should you mm-hmm. not walk in the fear of God because of the reproach of nations or enemies? Yeah. I also, with my brethren and servants, am lending them money and grain. Please let us stop this unsurry. Right. Unsurry, excuse me. I'll add yeah. the N in there. <clears throat> so well, he, knew, he knew it wasn't right. And he was saying, hey, look. We're willing to, to buy back these folks that, that, that we can, that we can afford to do this with. But man, you're, you're charging such high, high taxes and high plans here that, that we can't even buy back some of our own folks. Right. That's crazy that, to, to think that, 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 um, you know, you almost wonder they, they thought they were following. So I guess, I guess it's twofold in this. I'm not trying to jump around in my thought processing, but. They thought they were following God by, by mortgaging all their properties and selling their children to build this wall, correct? Well, I think they were just – Or to feed you know, their families while they yeah, did God's work. Right. I think they had just gotten to the point saying, hey, we're, we're going to obey God, and, man, we got to pay this tax. we got to pay this. We have to eat. There's a famine here. You know, we're hungry. And, and um, you know, it's not – it wasn't an uncommon practice back in the day to do this. Um, you know, because, um, there was a redeeming point, you know, after, after seven years, um, there was a point of redemption, you know, the year of Jubilee after 50 years. So they knew that, that eventually, you know, this, this would work itself out and all that. But, um, that's kind of where I, I wanted to kind of land in this about, uh, a redeemer. Um, cause you know, we've been redeemed. Those that know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, you know, we've been bought with a price and it was a high price. You know, Jesus gave his life 
and um, he gave us everything that, that we could have life with him and have a relationship with him. And um, so they knew the, the redeeming price. And some of us know the redeeming price. And once that price has been paid, you know what? We, we need to follow the leader. We need to follow God. We need to follow his 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 ways and and um, not be so caught up in this world and, and, and fear man so much. We need to be more. Uh, fearful of the Lord to follow him and to uh, join him where he's already at work. Yeah, you know, something else that I take out of this is I think we become so involved and so forward thinking as to what God desires of us that we lose sight of what he actually desires for us. You know, he wants us to have that family. He wants us to have these things and to support Mm -hmm. our family and to take care of them. But I don't think that he wants us to expense our families at that right. cost whenever it's something that can be managed. And, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that if you go further on into the chapter, and, and I, I'm not sure if, if you've gotten into that further part of that chapter in the, the sermons and things yet. Uh, I don't think you have or you may have. But this went on for uh, an additional 12 years. Is that right? Well, he was, um, Nat, yeah, you're going to get into Sunday now. Okay. He's, I don't uh, want to get into Sunday. All right. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Forget everyone that we talked about that one. It didn't no, go for 12 okay. years. But no, if you okay. want to get into Sunday and you want to pre-read so that you don't, so that you know what's going on, right. know, we can, we can go there. But, but Nehemiah also followed by doing what the church's work should model and look like today. And, mm-hmm. and this is, this is what I'll see as well is that we are, are by the, according to the, the biblical nature and according to everything that goes on, we are to support those that do God's work. This is, this is a missions thing. You know, uh, Nehemiah took it upon himself with his provisions that he was given, and not from the governor's provisions, but his provisions that he was provided and actually took care of these people and helped buy this back. Am I, am I correct in that? Hold on just a second, Joe. Okay. Doing preacher business. Stand by. Sorry about that, Joe. That's, we all, had right. A, That's all right. Two calls going at one time. And, yeah. And so so, uh, so Nehemiah actually used his provisions, if I'm not mistaken, to support these people and to help buy back. And it was uh, right. things that he had earned. He had rightfully earned right. and been provisioned mm-hmm. by his governor, not the provisions mm-hmm. of the government, but from his boss. And, um, Actually, well, you stepped restore. all over Sunday. <laughs> well, okay. It's good. Let me, you let me go ahead, man. I'm proud of you. Well, I'm I mean, you, you. I wanted to make sure that, that I had Nehemiah, Nehemiah 5 down and, and what the you root do, of man. it is. And, right. you know, it is it is the obeying of God. It, right. it is. Right. You know, he keeps coming back. You know, you should not walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of our nations are enemies. You know, right. we we should respect God and His what He desires for our families, not what our our nations or our enemies. They do not dictate our beliefs. They right. do dictate some of what we have to do, and there are other parts that say that hey, we need to abide by the laws as long as it's laws of man, as long as it's not going against our beliefs and different things. And and uh, what I call a me personally, I just call it a, a petty law or something that doesn't really even mean a hill of beans a difference to my beliefs 
but it's something that we need to do um, to support our governments. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. I, I think the thing here is, is there, you know, there was an outcry going on and, and the folks were, were crying to their leader and just saying, Hey, these are things that are actually going on around us. They're legit. It's real. And, um, you know, basically, because Nehemiah was their leader, um, like you said, as you've read further along and and even as we've studied, he was the governor. And so they were crying out to the right person and saying, hey, look, you know, these taxes that our fellow brothers and sisters are putting on us, you know, we just can't handle it. We, we can't do it. We're about to break. And uh, they were in God's will. They were doing what they were supposed to be doing. They were working for the Lord. They were doing all the things that that, that were were right. And so just kind of showing folks that there's going to be oppression, even when we're doing the right thing. There's going to be um, times where it feels like, well, man, I mean, I'm doing what God's called me to do and what he wants me to do. Why are all these uh, different um, things coming at me? Why, why am I being persecuted so, so strongly? And we need an advocate. We need somebody to stand up in the gap for us and to speak out for those things when they're going on. And um, that's just what Nehemiah was doing. He went to the folks that were in sin and uh, were doing the wrong thing and uh, went and spoke up for the people's behalf. And, um, you know, the the folks understood um, once that was brought to their their attention that they were doing wrong. You know what they did? They repented and they confessed. And um, that's that's what we we are looking at, um, you know, pretty much in our day and time when when there's things that that are not um you know, going according to, to God's word, um, we are to speak out. We are to be vocal. We are to be his mouthpiece. And uh, especially as leaders in the church, leaders. And that, that goes for not just a pastor. I'm talking about, you know, leaders, you know, folks that, that take a stand in the church, that, that have a voice and, and, and have a, uh, you know, I think about uh, a Miss Vicki Madrigal, you know, that's so passionate about, uh, the unborn, you know, we're doing these baby bottles and, you know, we've, we've done a couple, uh, you know, rallies for life and different things. And, um, we, we don't have to be silent sheep, you know, we, we can be, um, vocal. Um, that's why I'm grateful that we have such a, um, a wonderful, uh, U.S. Congressman and Mike Johnson that's, you know, anytime there's something going on that, uh, I see, I just shoot him a little email and, you know, of course, he's already out front, already knows about it and, and, and is, is on the, the Christian side. And, and so speaking out for us. So that's that's good in our area that we that we have somebody like like him that we can uh, go to. But that's yeah. that's the gist of what I see. Yeah. Yeah. And and that goes back to to our leadership. You know, we we sometimes we feel like that those people, uh, you know, sometimes about it. Have you? If you ever look at your mortgage statements, um, but we feel like those people and we feel like, you know, when is this ever going to stop? When when are they going to quit, you know, taking this? I feel like we're doing the right thing. I, I know that we're following God, but it just emphasizes how we should pray for our leadership as well. You know, pray for our those congressmen, the the, right. the uh, public leaders and the elected officials and to be more involved in that, you know, to pray over the election before that all goes down and to pick the right people that God has put on our hearts to be in the right spot, even if it's not the popular thing to do. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, that, that's a, that's a good little lesson today. 
Yeah, well, we just need to be, you know, we need to be those people, man. We need to be the voice that that we should be because, like I brought up Sunday, too many times the the Christians have stayed at home. They've not made their voice known, and and now we're in a situation in a lot of areas that there's no going back. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's already there. And, um, just like think about abortion, man, we're having to fight and fight. Look how many years now that, that fight, that battle has been going on. And, um, you know, it could have been headed off, you know, a lot earlier if the Christians would have, you know, stood up. Yeah. I mean, it just seems so uncommon in our mind or not uncommon, but but just not normal in our mind to have to fight for something that we see is so obvious. Right. We see as this being a very biblical thing. There's no, there's no gray area. It is right or wrong. And we feel like it's so obvious. How come other people don't, you know, and and it is a shame that we have to fight for that, but that goes. Okay. So here's, here's a good thing. People are listening when, when I do preach and, and I had a person come up to me after the, after the service and say, um, you know, I'm grateful that here in in Blanchard, we're still able to do an invocation where we can pray before the football games, the basketball games or whatever we we do. We, we're we're still doing that. We're praying. You know, um, I understand in New York, maybe they don't do that. And I said, you know, just down the road, a little bit south of us, I know for a fact they've had to stop doing the uh, prayer before the game because some folks were, were speaking out for their religion and saying, Hey, it's not right that, that, you know, y'all are praying and, and this and that and, and our, our religions being overlooked or this is being overlooked. And, you know, they had to stop doing uh prayer before the football games and just what's called a moment of silence. So even that's something small, but, um, that just shows how quick, um, our, our liberties and our, our the things that we're so accustomed to can erode and go away, but we need to stand up and, and make an outcry. And say, you know what? It's not right. We, we do pray to a, a holy God. And, um, and, and so, you know, that's, I, th- I think that's that outcry. We need to stand up and take a stand for the things that we stand for. Yeah. There was a, I can't remember the exact content or the, I, there was a young girl in Virginia. If y'all don't follow, there's a big deal going on over there on the East Coast with the school systems and they're actually, looking at and trying to dictate what type of of learning they can do and uh, a little girl kind of stood up you know and called them out called them out about what the country's supposed to do and what what god has has you know taught them and different things and and it's those young young folks that we teach to stand up for that that's what to stand up for what's right to stand up for what's in the bible that's so important and so important with the investment of our youth and the children that they need to understand that even though if, if us as adults may not have the, um, I guess, the uh, fortitude to, to go forward and to stand up, that they still can, you know, and we need to teach that. As we get older, it's kind of like, you know, where I'm this week, uh, we're we're out of town and, and um, jumping into water that you can't see the bottom. You know, as the older we get, the harder it is for an adult to jump into the water that we can't see the bottom. But as soon as we tell our kids, hey, it, it's safe, it's good, 
you know, they jump in, no problems. Same way with, with the Bible and same way with what God has taught us. We need to teach our kids to go in once they have educated themselves with both feet and jump in the water that you can't see the bottom. It's okay. Even though an adult may not be willing to stand up for what's right, it might be good for a child to to question that adult on that belief or on that 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 topic if they feel like that is not what they're taught, but to educate themselves. And it's our our job as adults to teach that, mm-hmm. um, as parents to teach that, to teach our children, hey, this is what's right, this is what's wrong, this is what you should pray for your leadership for, this is the way that, that you know you pick someone to through an election or whatever to be your leader or to be part of the politics of the country or whatever. And I think that's just a, a, a big deal. And I think that all goes back to the way that the examples we see set forth in Nehemiah as to what we should look for and how we should treat each other and the situations and, and the reliance on God. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Well, man, I'm I'm so proud of you, man, for reading ahead and knowing what I'm gonna uh, be preaching <laughs> for, on for ruining your Sunday. <laughs> oh, you didn't ruin anything, man. I, no, uh, I hope that's a good teaser for our folks to come back next week and say, "Oh, yeah, we did hear that, and we did yeah. see where, where uh, Joe was going with that." Now, so. we just want to make a clear statement, though. This isn't saying the preacher's going to take care of all your debts just because he follows <laughs> God. <laughs> but True if that, that happens, I'm first in line. But no, it goes back to to the biblical teachings of the church. You know, we before government set up a way to take care of other people, we are charged as a church to take care of those that can't care for themselves. Right. That that can't get out there, the widows, the ones that have hit hard times. And I think we lose sight of that. And it's like pulling teeth to get missions money and to get people to actually get up there and do things. You know, if if the children can't come in and take care of the children's wing themselves and us as adults, something as simple as that should come up there and clean it, decorate it, make sure things are right. Same mm-hmm. way with any other, you know, deal. If it, we take care of each other, we should start teaching our youth that we take care of the elder and, and, uh, different right. things like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that's a, it's a good deal, but, uh, I think we're about ready to wrap up, huh? Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Hey, look, uh, Hope you enjoyed today. It was kind of a different format, different thing, something we're trying uh, so that we can deliver content to everyone every week uh, as we move forward. Uh, Just to kind of plug this, keep spreading this to your friends and your family and to other church members, and and we're going to keep plugging it forward. I was telling Brother Clay, this is is one way for us to get the message out there, and believe it or not, the things and the content that we put here are reaching a good number of people every week. And we really appreciate that. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the following. We appreciate uh, passing this on and then the the studying of the word with us. But if you uh, have any decisions that you've made or, or want to talk further, feel free to contact the pastor. Pastor SEC at fbcblanchard.com is email 318-929-2346 is the phone number. Uh, we're located at 201 Attaway. Just for those people that may not know, uh, they're in downtown Blanchard. And for the church members that hadn't been in a while, we're located at 201 Attaway. Um, you know, you can always put it in the Google and it'll get you there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's all I got. Oh, check out the website for new events and things. 
Uh, that's www.fbcblanchard.com. Uh, we've been working on the website. Kurt's been working really hard on, on getting some things and keeping it active. Uh, Kenzie's been working hard as well. And be sure to pay attention to those video announcements every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it, brother. You want to, uh, you got anything you don't you want to say or lead us out I'm in prayer? Or? Yeah, I'm going to give us a final word and then, then a prayer and All then, right. uh, we'll call it. All right. I just, I just want us to remember a couple things. Our God will fight for us. So it's Nehemiah tells us that in, in, uh, verse 20. And then, um, do not be afraid, you know, stay in the battle, stay, stay out there, stay focused on the, on the bigger mission that, uh, God is for us, not against us. And, um, that, that our God, it's better to fear God than fear man. And, uh, just stay, stay focused and, and keep going and, and, um, and, and, and look forward, man. Look, look up because our Redeemer is drawing near. All right. So Father God, Lord, we just thank you for another day you've given us. Lord, I thank you for the folks that are tuning in. Lord, I thank you for those that, um, God may not tune in yet, but God are going to soon. And I uh, thank you for our church family. Lord, I thank you for the folks, um, God that are able to financially support this and, and keep it on the air and keep it going. Lord, um, you, you're just so good to us. Lord, you see, we see the blessings all around us. Your hand is all over us. And, uh, Lord, we just want to stay faithful to the mission, stay faithful to the journey. And, uh, God, we won't look to the left. We won't look to the right, but God will be looking forward because our Redeemer draweth nigh. Lord, we love you and thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, and just to let you know on this format, we can do things like this. And thank you for joining us on the First Baptist Church Blanchard podcast today. Uh, Please follow us, like us down there so you can be notified when the new episodes come out. If you have any comments or suggestions, leave those below. Also, if there's any way we could pray for you, please contact us. Let us know. 318-929-2346. Or also, you can catch us at www.fbcblanchard.com. Go to the contact page. You'll find all the info you need. Thank you again. We're praying for you. You have a blessed day.